and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome! episode 179 of There's No Place Like Terror, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we are going over SG-1, Season 8, Episode 14, Full Alert, a.k.a. The Goldie Missile Crisis. <laughs> or, it's what's on the inside that counts. <laughs> I like the Goldie and Missile Crisis. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank because you. Because I could not think of anything that wasn't insert current news cycle yeah, here. I was trying so, to stay away. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't think of anything that wasn't... Uh-huh. Good times. That. Um, so, yeah. Kaylee's not a fan of missile crisis. She's <laughs> not. Kaylee, we just started recording. She's had a, a full week as well. We've all had full weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, we're literally a minute in, Kaylee. Listen, I successfully went to the beach for an entire day yesterday. Didn't Look die. at this non-sunburned face. I think I'm a little pink. The reason that was successful is because there was no sun. That's fair. Yeah. I got a little a little color. It doesn't take a lot for me to get color. Well, I though. think that just so so um bartender Nick got lots of color. Oh no. Well, I think what happened is the people who went, oh, the sun's not out. I can go light on sunscreen. Uh-huh. Ended up getting a little red. Yes. Because the remember, sun still peeks this, through. The UV rays are not affected by clouds. And then you have me. They're who immune just to con- cloud cover. Continued putting on the same level of She's sunscreen. Like, you ain't gonna fuck with me. Go, finally, motherfucking sun. I can live. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, I just don't do beach well. I, I ended up getting huge... real sick on the way home. Yeah, I'm not just. I'm just not a beach person. Look, first of all, I'm not waterproof. Yeah. To become waterproof is a lot of work for a grace. Um, so you did enjoy the water while you could. I enjoyed the water because I was like, look, if I went through all this stuff yeah, to go, exactly. wa- to go waterproof, I mean. I'm fucking going in the water. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, I begrudgingly am learning to love the East Coast Ocean. Um, I'm just begrudgingly starting to enjoy ocean. Being outside. (laughs) Being outside. It's, yeah. I I think it's clear that we're indoor kids. I might learn to enjoy the outside a little more, considering we have now joined uh, the Jeep family. There you go. Well, now you have no choice. Exactly. We're going to be forced to take the top off the Jeep and go, like, outdoors. So many hats. Into the Jeep so thing. So many hats. Well, I'm going to have to get the hats that have that little, like, nerdy thing. Yeah. I say nerdy as if I'm not a yeah. giant nerd. But the little thing that goes into the chin, Something so the hat doesn't fly away. On. Yep. Because, well, you, you know. You could always go wins. scarf. I could do scarf. You can go Marilyn style. I have many, many scarves. I think that would I be I have adorable. to learn how to tie the scarf around the head. Yeah. And the neck as to not choke me, however, but to keep. The scarf yeah. on the head. That's the plan. This will be a thing I learn. It'll be fun times. Um, that is, I think, the briefest of summaries yeah. of I, the time. Yeah, I'm, I may or may not had a birthday last week. 
It's hard to tell. I mean, you did. I mean, I did. You had a day that celebrated, you know, your mother's efforts. It's, it's Yes. I called my mother and said thank you <laughs> for giving me a name that was easy for to pronounce. For happy womb escape day. Yeah. I made it out. You can't put me back in. <laughs> I love you, but I'm never going back. <laughs> um, no, it was good. We are... Let's see. What's 14 plus? Nope. Next time we record, I will. I can successfully say that. Oh, okay. I was saying it's almost our six-month wedding anniversary, but that's exactly <gasps> oh. in seven days. So that would be next time we record. You know what is almost coming up is our anniversary. I know. That's the in The anniversary is coming. It's been 8,000 years since we started it's recording this podcast. 700 years ago. <laughs> we invented podcasting. I still can't believe we're still going all these years later. I mean, look, we've gone far enough to where if we don't fucking finish oh, this, we're gonna I'm going to be it. mad. No, we're going to finish it. Yeah. It's going to take us another 7,000 years, but we're going to finish we're it. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> we got to get at least through SG1. We're so close. We're It's like dropping out of school we're in like your senior year. Two and change seasons. Yeah. That will then take double the length of time because we're also covering the other seasons. <sighs> There will come a day where I'm going to say, we're fucking doing this all now. I know, but you know. Yeah, we can't. There's things that overlap. Possibly, maybe. I can't confirm or deny. All right. Yes. Okay. Let's move. February 11th, 2005 in the United States of America. In the year 2005. Uh, Aired other times in other places. Um, I liked our previously on. Yeah. So, I'll let you go where you're going. Well, I was going to say this is written by Joan Paul and directed by Andy Makita. Hmm. Uh, we have Interesting. the one and only Ronnie Cox back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Robert Kinsey and also Gary Chalk back as Colonel Chekhov in, I think, the most likable Colonel Chekhov has ever been. The mo- the most likable Russian. That's yeah. the title. He he was a Tarot Award for most likable Russian. most likable Russian. <laughs> Um, unless you've watched Stranger Things. Yes. If you've been Stranger Things, I will leave it there. But there is a great like, contender. I'm like on episode four. Okay, I'll leave it there. Contender. To, there are reasons that we had to pause our Stranger Things watching for the past week, and they will continue tonight. Again, again, it's time to I get know. back to self-care. Okay. Watch Stranger Things as part of your self-care assignment. Listen, I am going to watch Stranger Things. I'm going to have a beer, and I'm going to knit. I've already that is my self-care tonight. <laughs> I've already asked um, a domestic partner, boyfriend Jesse, if we can have one more episode of Good Omens tonight. <laughs> it's the Where we are you have at? decided well, episode two. Okay. <laughs> no, I think we just got to three, but. It's we committed to watching the show together. Yeah, and I'm like, I know that I'm feel. going to watch this show without you if, if you we cannot don't do this. Yes. Yeah, I know that feel. Um, it's why we end up not watching a lot of TV together. We, uh, yeah, we're, we're having because we we used to have very opposite schedules as mm-hmm. you do, so mm-hmm. we would just watch our shit. Yeah. Um, and now we have a lot of time in which we can watch things together. So now it's the debate of. Well, I wanted to watch that, and you didn't want to watch that. So, so I watched how do it. we, like... We're going to have yeah. to, like, pick nights where, on odd number of days, we watch what I want to watch. Yeah. See, yeah, right now, our thing is, we so rarely have time together yeah. that even if we were watching the same shows, it'd be like, well, but I'm on this episode, yeah. and you're, like, seven episodes behind. Yeah. So we were like, well, we'll save this one show. 
for the random times yeah. that we have an hour together and we watch this thing. Agreed. I think we're going to have to start doing the, like... Uh, most of the days we can watch things we want to watch together, but mm-hmm. on some nights I get to watch my movies. Yeah. Because I just now got to watch A Star is Born. Oh, wow. But then it was also filled with noise and stuff, <laughs> so I only caught a lot of words. Uh-huh. But not all the words. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to be like, I love you, get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Go do something far away from me. So. I know that five. Yes. Okay. Stargate. Previously on. Previously on, the NID had morphed into the trust. That's um, right. Kinsey worked with the trust, ish, sort of. Uh, Kinsey was the vice president, and then he was forced to resign. Oh, and the trust has access to Cyrus's forgotten ship. The orbit. trust. So I just like saying it that the way. The trust, 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 yeah. trust, trust. Okay, so we start with Jack finishing coming home from some grocery shopping. Yes. Pulling uh, everything out of the back of the backseat of the truck. Some groceries and lots of Heineken. Yeah, superb product placement. I'm pretty sure we've seen before that he is a Heineken man. Uh huh. Um, but the amount of beer sounds about right. So here's my thing, right? Yeah. I'm not a Heineken drinker. I'm not either. Heineken reminds me of when we were 16 and my friend's uncle had Heineken in his garage and we yeah. would eat delicious Vietnamese food. And if we wanted to drink, we had to drink Heineken. Yeah. So we would drink Heineken. Because we wanted a drink. <laughs> and it tastes awful. I mean, here's the thing. I don't dislike Heineken. Uh-huh. Heineken is not my drink of choice. I do sure. give him credit. It is not a baseline disgusting beer. He has right. at least... We know Jack has taste. Yeah. But I can imagine Jack is someone who's not getting, like, the high-end beer, as I tend to get. He's probably just going for quantity. He's going for quantity, but he's at least not going with a shit beer. There's That's no fair. Miller Light. Or Natty Light. I mean, I'm a PBR or Milwaukee's girl, best. So. Or PBR, and I that's I will drink water. But I think part of my problem is that I drink PBR ironically. Yeah, and I can't even do that. <laughs> the, I am so hipster. Shittiness. I am so hipster, I can't even drink PBR ironically. <laughs> I love that. I am you such know, a beer snob. You no, know, you know what I just realized? You know probably why I like PBR? Because it is water, and with my tolerance, that's I true. can drink like three or four. That's true. True. I figured it all out. All of life's mysteries are done. <laughs> but yes, PBR. I Hide went, again. I went to go play bingo the other night at oh. a local at a, at a local brewery here, and I was like, "Yeah, I would like the eleven and a half percent one, please." I want to play bingo. I love bingo. We should do that one day. Okay, it's on Wednesday nights. God damn it, my schedule. <laughs> I was I was going to tell this. you, but then I knew it was on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Let's let's play bingo with us. Let's just play bingo. The I, ducks. I want to channel my grandmother and go play and get like six cards. Yeah, and then bitch at people who's we're gonna like are the number. We're I gonna plan got. a like friends and family bingo night. I want yes. You know what we do? We find a Saturday night. Yeah, bingo parlor, back of a church somewhere. Oh, I'm down for that. Pull out my troll dolls and my lucky rabbit's feet. Yeah. Can we get the actual have, stampers? Yeah, I was going to say, I have to have a green marker. Because I never got to use the stampers. Those are the best part. I had to use a crayon the other night. No! The, never, the markers are the I've best never part. gotten to use a stamper. We used to play with my grandma's marker. So my grandmother got to, at a certain point in her life, she just went every single night. She would play mm. bingo every single night. She lived in Southern California. There's a bunch of, like, Indian yeah. casinos where you can go play. 
and she had a lot of grandkids and she would give us her used markers. We yeah. still had a little bit of life, uh-huh. but not a lot. So we you got to, to like play double with those. stamp them a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, So we got to play with those. But then it was always fun because if she didn't win and she would come home. And for example, my birthday is the ninth. Yes. If the nine was a number she missed, <laughs> she would come home and be very upset with that grandchild <laughs> or amazing. child or husband. That's amazing. Et cetera, et cetera. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> and it was really fun to watch. The other bingo cards I used to have somewhere, I remember, are the, are the ones that are reusable and they have the little like red thing you flip down. Yeah, yeah, the little red tabby that you pull down. Yeah, I, I used to use those, those too. Yeah, I like. We had it. to like on the night we did. We Welcome had to make a to heart. The bingo hour. We had to make a heart. There's no place like Tara. And it called. It used like 62 numbers before someone successfully got oh, a heart. Jesus. And I was like, at that point, it's just a blackout. Yeah. And then we played back out, and then someone got on like 52. Wowza. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the bingo hour. So. Jack is bringing all his groceries and his beer to the front door, mm-hmm. uh, and he notices the door is not a door, it's a jar. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Sorry. Here's your dad joke for the day. Uh, so I'm he, impressed. he sets everything down, including sunglasses, grabs his gun, walks inside like the man who's done this before, because he has. Yeah. Uh, and sitting there, standing there at this point, in the living room with a glass of scotch and a bottle... Robert Kinsey. I will give Jack one thing. There was one like closet with yeah. slats that had light coming through and uh-huh. he didn't check. Well, yes. That was the one thing that bothered me a little bit. <laughs> I'm assuming we would have come back for that. That's fair. Um, and I couldn't get a super good look at it, but it looks like he's holding about a Glenfiddich, which sounds about right. <laughs> uh, it is a solid, no-nonsense brand that most people are going to have stocked in, in any sort of liquor cabinet that it's they have. It's a scotch? Yeah, it is a scotch. And it's is it peaty or non-peaty? It's not super, super peaty, no. Which means it's not very smoky. Yes. See, I remember some there things you, you taught me. <laughs> uh, it's not my personal favorite, but it's still... But that's Solid. Yeah. It's a solid brand. Saying it's not my personal favorite scotch does not mean it's a bad scotch. I gotcha. it's, I will drink basically any scotch. I mean, if you're drinking it that often, you're probably not going to buy the super fancy one all the time. Yes. I mean, this is, to me, I do know some people that it is their, their absolute favorite brand. It, oh, to okay. me, it's To me, it is just something where um, it's just, if you're, if you're going to stock a liquor cabinet or shelf or an at-home bar with scotch... Uh, and you're going to do a single malt, Glenfiddich is like Got a it. non-super expensive, extremely solid, can blend with, a, well, you're not going to blend single malt. If it's you a do, good starter. Don't. Um, but yeah, it's a <laughs> if nice. If you do, don't. <laughs> get a pre-blended scotch. If you can do, don't blend the single malt. Why aren't we drinking scotch right now? That's a really good question. Why aren't we drinking scotch? As you look kid, over kidding. literally to my <laughs> shelf with probably Guys, six different types of scotch. is is, is uh, stolen scotch. It's just scotch. If you're thinking of mixing it, don't. And my brand new mug from uh, from uh, Mud and Yarn that says "fuck this shit." That's what I'm. Holding I've tried today. two years to get this mug. Um, it's amazing Etsy store. Uh, I will call them out and 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 Instagram. It is the best thing. Mud ever. and Yarn. She's amazing. Okay. It fits my mood. I. It fits my mood usually. <laughs> Don't talk to me in the morning until that glass is empty. So, 
Uh, the biggest crime here, however, is that Kinsey took the last of the scotch. That's just not a thing you do. If you are a visitor to someone's home, you do not take the last of their scotch. If they want to give it to you, that's fine. Don't take the end of a bottle. <laughs> so Jack picks up the phone because, of course, the local sheriff is a friend of his. And while Kinsey says he isn't wanted for any crimes, I mean, breaking and entering is a crime. I mean, it is. It's a solid truth. Kinsey just pulls out the phone cord. He's like, listen. <laughs> Uh, and then Jack just pulls out his cell phone and goes, no. No, you listen. Kinsey tells Jack that he needs to trust him. I do like um, all of the phones. And I do yeah. love that he starts with the landline. Yeah. <laughs> because it is, it's appropriate to the time frame. You would yes. have started with the landline, not with the cell phone. That's back when people had landlines. It was back when you had to wait till after nine to get your free minutes. <laughs> but yes. Um... Kinsey's like, you need to trust trust me. And Jack's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but okay, bye. Kinsey also says that the fate of the planet depends on it, uh, which, try as he might to avoid it, does pique Jack's interest. <laughs> and credits. Dun, 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 dun. I do love how dramatic that the fate of the planet yeah. is in your... I was like, Super. all right, bring it down like seven notches. Yes, Thank you. Uh, so when we come back, uh, Andy Makita's on the phone. No, actually, it's just Andy. The sheriff is Andy. Sheriff Andy. So I don't know if it is, like, some weird Toy Story, if it's just Andy is the director. I like to say both. Um, but Jack just wanted to check that the poker <laughs> night on Friday is still on, and he hangs the up. The Friday night poker night is still Friday, right? Yeah. And it's at night? Uh-huh. Okay, just check it. Cool, cool, cool. That's code for D&D. So, Jack <laughs> gives him... <laughs> yes. Gives Kinsey three minutes before he shoots him as an intruder into his home, at which point Kinsey, um, like, look, we can take out the trust. Yeah. I'm on the outs with the trust since Kinsey wasn't useful as VP anymore, um, and they just just kind of kicked him on his ass, as Jack so mm-hmm. eloquently said. But a few days ago, um, the trust made him a very interesting offer. Hmm. For a very large amount of money, they want Kinsey to make connections with the Russian general uh, Kisilov, and the Russia. He's the Russian defense minister. He's kind of like the head of all armed forces in Russia. Yeah. And it happens to be friends. Well professional acquaintances with respect of Kinsey's. Exposition, exposition, exposition. All the exposition. <laughs> Kinsey doesn't have specifics, but yeah. the trust um, want, like, the trust knows that there's a deal with Russia for uh-huh. control of the gate. Yes. Um, and also that there's a growing sentiment in Moscow that the U.S. isn't keeping their end of the bargain for the gate. Jack wonders huh. if the trust is just, like, wanting to turn Russia against us. Oh. The plan is ambitious, but after, you know, we stop the whole symbiote poison planet plan, uh-huh. uh, the, the trust is willing to do a lot of things to be a lot more bold and more ambitious and power grabby. Sure. So, power grabby. Grab, grab. Uh, and while Jack may question Kinsey's methods, everything Kinsey does was for God and country as Jack and all of us roll their eyes. Oh, roll okay. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's why. Oh, yeah. got it. You're, everything's fine. So Jack isn't buying it. Mainly Jack's like, no, the trust kicked you out on your ass. Now you want avenge. Yeah. Uh, Kinsey's like, don't try to lie to me. Whatever my motives are, doesn't matter. Um, the situation is the same either way. 
Yeah, the trust is an imminent threat to the sovereignty of this nation. And what are you going to do about it, Jack? Again, with like the super dramatic, it's like, look, it's Jack. You have worked against this man long enough to understand how he works. You could have just been like, Russia, nukes. (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) Exactly. America. Fuck you. (laughs) But it's like, what is with all the drama? Like, Uh, not all that necessary. Drama. Because it's Kinsey. Favorite way to say drama. Kinsey does. So many dramas. So, briefing room scene. Yes. Well, it's possible Kinsey's lying. Hmm. It is Kinsey. Yeah. Good odds. Uh, if Russia backs out of the deal, uh, things could get sticky because technically this is their gate and it's on loan to us. True. If they want it back. They can uh, how, they can ask for the toys back. How do you think Jack would respond if they're like, can we have our gate back? <laughs> That's why you don't borrow shit from your neighbors. Unless you know you only need it the one time. Yes. So Kinsey just wants protection in exchange for exchange. Um, <laughs> Sam's like, how about we use him, basically? Get yeah. more info out of him. Yeah. Cut to Kinsey going, I'm not wearing a fucking wire. Yep. I'm not a fucking wearing spy. Wearing wire, doing it. Uh, Jack points out that uh, that is plainly obvious uh-huh. that you are not a spy. Um, but get this. If you don't do what they want, they're going to kill you. And if you don't do what we want... We're going to let him. Mm-hmm. I love that line. That works. So much. Uh, Kinsey's like, I didn't think the SGC did that sort of thing. It's like, new management, bitch. Yep. Coming for ya. <laughs> yes. Remember the time that I'm the manager now? I'm the that. captain now. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going way off the rails. Uh, so in some spy van, Sam and Daniel test the spy camera and uh-huh. spy belt. To do spy I do love, like, Sam all of a sudden becomes Q. Yes. She's like, here's the thing with a thing and a gadget with a stuff. Maybe she's turning into your D&D character. She might be. I think slowly (laughs) Sam is turning into Sam Magnus. Sam is Sam. Yeah. Sam, Sam. Well, here's the thing is if you watched, uh, if we we finally get you to to the time to watch uh, more Sanctuary, you'll realize how actually my D&D character is a mix of of Amanda Tapping's two characters. (laughs) Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. So, um, but I do love she's like, here's a one on one lesson on how to sneak, how to do shady things. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it could be some usual shady mm-hmm. things to Sam, which he's, of course, an expert on. They're going to meet him here. They're going to drive him somewhere else. That's where the meeting is going to be. And this clearly spy van uh-huh. is going to stay back. So it's not as obvious. It's super not obvious. But they'll be listening and they'll have a full strike team. And there should be a safe word. Which also, I'd love to hear Sam explain to Kinsey what a safe word is. <laughs> you know, like when you're having sex, I mean, <laughs> when you're doing spy things. <laughs> Only when you're doing spy things. He's like, is it help enough? And Sam's like, you've never had a safe. How about red? Yeah. Don't be obvious. <laughs> Okay, but it is Russian, so it's going to flip. <laughs> that would always be my concern. Here's why I'm not a spy. Because my concern would be that if the word... I would never figure out how to put the word in a sentence. Yeah. Or I would say it at the wrong time. Mango is over here. And it's... Right. When they're like, how the fuck? <laughs> You're clearly saying a safe word. No, I was just thinking of mangoes. Do you have mangoes? I like, I'm so hungry. I'm a little pecked. <laughs> I'm a little mangoish. Can I get a little mangoey? 
That man's head looks like a mango. Although it is me, so if I did something like that, it would be kind of normal. <laughs> so Kinsey just chills outside his car on some random road. <laughs> and the trust shows up, blindfolds him, sticks him in the back of a car, and drives off. Okay, let me talk about this car for a second. <laughs> okay. Which one? The one that they drive off in. Yes. The other one, too, but first this one. <laughs> okay. They blindfold him. Yes. They sit him in the back seat uh-huh. with a blindfold on. Uh-huh. The windows are not tinted. No. Anything they drive <laughs> fast will know that something is not right in this car. You know, listen, people are into things things yeah i mean my first thought wouldn't be like oh they're on some really cool scavenger hunt no did they see weirdly that would be mine <laughs> says the person who for her 21st birthday was blindfolded, blindfolded on a street corner outside of a bar and thrown into the back of a rav4 by my friends um but i'm also the person who every now and then considers whether i should call 911 on the weird house in the Ye- neighborhood i was literally kind of after the fact going i'm kind of surprised no one called 911 yeah. on that situation. I mean, if I'd seen that, I would have considered it. <laughs> um, so. But yes, that was my thought on those cars. And, 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 and as does the uh, Makita delivery truck. <laughs> I do love that the, one. The spy. Makita Couriers. Yeah. That one's the director. Uh-huh. Uh, so driving, driving, tracking, tracking, and no, it is not crazy obvious with a giant uh, delivery truck just and then a, a caravan a giant of other listen that like Ford Suburban situation there's only two ways there's only two people that own that vehicle yes. you're either some sort of law enforcement fed situation or you are a a rap star oh, yeah. or a, some sort of pop music Look, star with his entourage. if you're in that car, you're important somehow. <laughs> exactly. Or you're trying to be important somehow. No one just... You're suspicious. No one's just... That's like their family car. Yeah, unless I can see in it and the windows aren't tinted <laughs> and I see all ten of your children, then fair. That's your car. Yeah. Like, because my sister did have a car that large. Yeah. But my sister has 700 children. Yeah, exactly. She has 7,000 children. <laughs> it's actually a tar- She's half bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Then I will give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, it's that's that's not crazy obvious or anything in the middle of country roads. Not at all. Okay, so they pull up to this nice little mansion. Yeah, they pull up to the Winchester house. They do. Um, that's clearly haunted. Uh, and has doors that lead to nothing. Well, my favorite is is they only film inside the atrium. Yeah. Because <laughs> they clearly didn't get clearance to film anywhere else. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm pretty sure that the room that we see Daniel in in Russia later mm-hmm. might just be the next door different, room. Yeah, they just they just multi-purposed yeah. it that house. Which, hey, listen. Those are words I say. Awesome. Uh-huh. Go for it. Pineapple. <laughs> so we meet three guys inside. And I don't know if they ever technically say their names. Uh, so I don't know if you actually registered what their names are. No. Okay, there's three of them. One's Mr. Parker, one's Mr. Wayne, and one's Mr. Kent. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Those aren't even all from the same fucking universe. So? Alright. I was too busy. I said, who is this? I like it, though. It is cute. It is cute. Uh... My thought, my, I mean, you couldn't call Mr. Allen? Uh, Mr. Wayne and Mr. Clark? Yeah, I know, but like... It is, it is adorable. You need super obvious ones. That's fine. 
That's fine. Not listen. Look, I think Brother Matt would yes. be on my side in this you one. You would be. You gotta at least stick with all DC or all Marvel. And but I, th- I think also domestic partner boyfriend Jesse would also. I, I agree. I think mostly I'm going, just trying to get brownie points with both of those. I, <laughs> I I have no need to get. Listen, one is my DM. Uh-huh. The other one is my brother. I don't need to get brownie points for my brother. <laughs> I'll get brownie points from the DM. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um. I, I, I'm more like they need to pick they just had to pick the super obvious yes, fair. names. That's fair. So I'll I, I did I was more focused on the dude with the dumb haircut is yes. what I called it. I feel like this is gonna sound stupid and I am aware of how stupid it's gonna sound. He did not have a spy haircut. That's fine. I the get that. The first guy they run into. I get it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, I'm you know, I'm more like, Kin- Kinsey doesn't want a vodka tonic. He wants scotch, no ice. Just fucking order your scotch neat. Yeah. I have a lot of, like, scotch thoughts in this episode. <laughs> Kinsey, just scotch order your- Scotch thoughts with Nixie. <laughs> just order your scotch neat. Don't Every go, now and then no I'm just going to yell scotch thoughts Because you. when you say scotch, no ice, I am going to, like, mix- your scotch with ice to chill it and then strain it. I'm pretty sure that's not what you want. I'm pretty sure you, Kinsey, just want your scotch neat. Yeah. I prefer my scotch with one ice cube or just a little bit of water. Two fingers of water. Not two fingers of water. I just want a splash of water. I just wanted it to helps. say two fingers of water. <laughs> it just helps open it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. One finger of water. That's that's fine. If there's one finger, listen. My volume. If there's one finger of water, there's like six fingers of scotch. Yeah, one pinky of water. To five fingers of scotch, then one dog paw of water. I'm just being an idiot. <laughs> then that's now. a bottle of scotch. I'm sorry, just being an idiot. Okay, so the um, <laughs> Sam and Daniel are listening to all of this in the spy van. And they, they inside they debate the semantics between the superhero men and Kinsey about who <laughs> broke up with who because it yeah. was a very ugly relationship. We were breakup. on a break, <laughs> uh, and slowly the van loses signal. And inside they show Kinsey what's in a box. What's in the box? And uh, why? It is definitely not Gwyneth Paltrow's head. They need <laughs> what? It's a thing. It's from Seven. Oh, I never saw Seven. <gasps> I just ruined the entire movie. No, for that's you. fine. I'm probably never going to see Seven. I just personally liked how you were referencing that reference out of context. Uh-huh. Is like what? It's very strange. I, I guess if you've never seen Seven, it is yeah. a very strange reference. Uh huh. Guys, spoilers if you haven't seen a movie that's 20 years old. Oh, I have no care without spoilers. Sorry. If it's been 20 years old and I haven't seen it, then I probably yeah. don't care about spoilers. I mean, I imagine it's 20 years old. I mean, I was... I was it's definitely in the 90s. I was spoiled for Fight Club. And oh, it did not, no. Yeah. But it didn't... It's not my type of movie, so it didn't, sure. like, ruin my enjoyment of Fight Club. I'm going to look up to see how old Seven is, please. I only saw Fight Club, like, four years ago for the first time. <laughs> Jeez. Listen... There was no... Oh, 95. It's 24 years old. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. John Doe's got the upper hand. Sorry. It's my favorite line. I confuse seven and Slevin. Lucky number Slevin. Yeah. Versus seven. Definitely not the same movie. Not the same. Definitely not the same movie. Yes. Okay. So, um, anyways, what's in the box scares Kinsey. Uh, and they start clearly jamming the spy signals, yes. and they said they tell Teal'c to move in, and in goes the cavalry. Um, um, I want to take a minute and talk about how signal jammers sounds like delicious cookies, and we yeah, should make signal like jammers. Like Dodgers. Exactly. They're exactly like Jamie Dodgers. Signal jammers are made, are little sandwich cookies with jam. Yeah. 
but... And you can use them as self-destruct buttons for a TARDIS. Yes, yes. Uh So instead of being a heart... Where the little middle cutout is, because yeah. sometimes they have a little cutout. Uh-huh. It's just an explosion. Oh, my thought was it's the Wi-Fi symbol. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. I do like that. It's the Wi-Fi symbol in the center. Got it. Yeah. Making signal jammers. S- making signal jammers. Making signal jammers. <laughs> so they go in full force, and when they get there, the cigar is still smoking, but no one is there because they ge- beamed out. But... The scotch glass is empty. Look for the smoking cigar. I'm assuming that Kinsey saw what was in the box, slammed the entire thing of scotch. Yeah. 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 Considering that we're pretty sure it was a, spoilers, ghouled in that box. Hmm. I am now thinking of Lonely Island. Was it? Um, it's a tick Lonely in the Island. box? Yeah. Is it Lonely Island, boys? Yeah, it's the Lonely Island. Is the gr- Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to put another word at the no, end of it's it, just I guess. The, it's the, you know why? It's because it's the, the Lonely, Lonely Island. Island. Okay. Yeah, Step it's, one. Put, put my gold in, in the box. box. Step two. <laughs> okay. There's my gold in a box. Oh, man. I don't know if I can get away with that one as a pod card. <laughs> A gold in the box? Why not? <laughs> because of what I would be around. Just the... doing a little midsection <laughs> of a person and then a ghoul. And then that going through the middle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I lost. I'm lost for words. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back in the briefing room. Uh, if the Elkesh is in orbit, they fix the cloak. Osiris is Elkesh. Oh, right. um, and the NSA satellites are looking for it, but it's cloaked. Um, Prometheus is launching in four hours. Jack wants Teal'c on that Prometheus when it launches. So there's a C-17 waiting for him. And listen, please tell me there are other things on that C-17. And you are not flying a C-17 just for Teal'c. Because those are not small planes. Uh-huh. They're like... Teal'c likes to spread out. They're they're giant. Teal'c likes to spread out a lot. Okay, they're like giants. Tilk is a heavy packer. Okay. You don't need a I'm I'm assuming there's other things on the C17 and not just Tilk. Tilk likes to bring aboard his own gym when he flies. You can fit like 13 gyms. You can fit 17 gyms in a C17. Tilk likes to bring his own <laughs> wacky inflatable arm flailing man when he flies. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, those are those are giant planes and an elephant. So meanwhile, Sam techno babbles. So research from the last encounter between Prometheus and the Alkesh, there were some minor anomalies before yeah. the ship decloaked. Hmm. Ship decloaked, uh, and they can't just detect a cloaked ship. It's not yeah. that easy button, um, but they're really hard to pick up. Sometimes they're masked by cosmic radiation, but it's going to improve their odds. Like, from a million to one to ten thousand to one? Sure. So she heads off to write that program. Cool, cool, So she's like, hey, I found a scroll of Detect Magic. Yes. That is a little wonky, but I think I can make it work. It's, like, above my level to cast. Yeah. So I'm going to have to roll a fairly high uh, intelligence, intelligence check. check. Yeah, but I'm going to try it. But I'm going to try it anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, and Daniel's going to go pick up his dry cleaning uh-huh. actually no his flight to moscow leaves in half an hour i do love this take charge version of jack he's like yeah. teal go hit things sam go create crazy things daniel go be daniel go do daniel things in russia 
he's going to find out what the hell is going on and meet up with General Kislyov. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that name different every single time, by the way. Med- Medlyev. No, Kislyov. I know. I just oh. was... Who is the one? It's an actual name, and it sounds like you're saying it backwards. I'll find it. Uh, I'll find it. Most Russian <laughs> names. True. True. I... Guys, I work around that because I'm bad at pronouncing Russian names. I'm sorry to all Russians. So, Jack is left alone in the briefing room with quite possibly a really splitting headache. Up on Prometheus, they start Sam's new search program because she's already written it because she's fucking Sam. Yeah, she's like, I'm done now. And in Red Square, I guess the implication is Daniel is at the Kremlin. However, the picture they're showing is St. Basil's Cathedral. (laughs) <laughs> That's not the Kremlin, but it's kind of next to it, so sure. Um, and Daniel is uh, looking good in the suit. Somehow he got that. Does he just keep that suit in his locker in case he needs it at short notice? Here's my theory about that suit. Yes. And I'm the pockets s- are lined with things. Candy. Like, <laughs> there it's lined with jelly beans. Uh-huh. It's very heavy. That's what he uses instead of Kevlar. Yes. Um, but there's also... Like a power bar. Uh-huh. He's a big fan of using power bars. He does love power bars. I'm surprised he didn't give the Russian consulates that yeah. he speaks have a power bar. Yeah. No. Um, I think that he's hiding things in it. That makes like sense. Guns and stuff. Guns and ships. Yeah. And so the battleships. We <laughs> were <laughs> like, shampoo can sell. Okay. Um, Medvedev, I think, is the name. That's a name I know. It's just fun to say because it sounds like it's backwards, and I'm saying it wrong, and that's okay. That's okay. Okay, okay so uh, Daniel uh, is looking for a Captain Voronolov. <laughs> God, seriously, Voronikov. Captain Voronkova. Anyways, they're looking. He's looking for a male because he heard right hand. Colonel Chekhov's right-hand man, but it's the same name with the A at the end, which means that it is a female name. Ver- Daria. Daria. It's Daria. It's Daria. Daria's here. So I don't na, continue. Na, 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 na. So I don't continue to butcher names. I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, he was looking for a male. And our attempt is not to be assholes. We no, just, it's I'm our... just really shitty with names. People don't think it's this bad in real life until they witness it. Yeah. Um... It's okay, because she was expecting... I mean, even the American names, I've seen it. I, listen, I <laughs> butcher Kirsten versus Kirsten versus... Those are tough. Yeah. Or the Anns versus... Or I the have Annas to, and I the get, Anna, like, I Annas. only get a name at work sometimes, and I have to call them, and it's like the most dreaded thing in life. Yeah. Because I inevitably am going to mispronounce their name on the phone. And then I will inevitably forget how they pronounce it. So if I call them back in three months, I'm going to mispronounce it again. It happens. It happens. Yeah. And people get offended and I can't blame them, but I, I don't blame don't them know. either. But OK, bye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so names are tough. She was expecting a drab, pasty faced, middle aged academic. So, you know, both pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could still call him a little bit pasty faced. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's a little tanner than pasty faced. That's fair. He goes off planet into the sun. That's he just true. takes care and wears sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> he's not indoor kid level of pasty. No, he's I think not. she was expecting indoor kid. Yeah, she expected an old bald man. Yes. Yeah. 
Got it. Uh, and I do, one of my favorite scenes of this entire episode is when she asks how his Russian is, and he, like, puffs his chest up and is like, uh-huh, well, it's conversational at best, but, you know, it just needs a little. Look at and, me how awesome I am. And, and she's like, yeah, so we're going to stick with English then. Yep, good times. Yeah. Oh, that had to hurt. Oh, that hurt so bad. That hurt his pride. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> um, she's going to be his guide. Anything he wants to do, ask her. Don't stray. She can't protect him. Don't lie, or she won't protect him. <laughs> and she takes him out for a lunch of solo. He's like, I don't really like, don't care. You're going to acquire a taste. I don't know what solo is. Well, like, I was looked at, I conveniently I looked it up. Look. Okay. Um, first of all, I don't think Daniel is ready for her. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I had heard of it. I oh, wasn't okay. quite sure what it was. It is cured fat back. Oh, fuck yes. So bacon? Uh, well, it's just the fat part of the bacon. I mean, that's pretty good. It's like like solid lard. Ish. I'm sure that's not exactly. It's one of those things where it seems like eating it straight might be a little much to me. Like uh-huh. putting it in things. Awesome sauce. Got it. Got yeah. it. I want to try solo now. I mean, I'm never going to not try something. I love trying a, a thing. Yeah. I learned that I have strange taste buds that they like weird stuff. Uh, you listen. I'm they never, like, like pickled pork skins and I things am like that. Never not going to try something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but there's things that other people love that I'm like, if you put that celery near me, I'm going to stab you in the face with it. Now I also wonder how much of it is just her exerting her dominance. No, I think literally like Salo's just like a thing. Oh, okay. Like, I think it's like, what do you mean you don't like Solo? Yeah. Everyone likes Solo. So back at the SGC, the alarms are going off. The Russians have heightened their state of alert, and there's a Joint Chiefs meeting soon, and they're about to go to DEFCON 3. Bum, bum, bum. Back in Russia, Daria is driving uh, Daniel to meet with Colonel Kislyev, mm-hmm. and she uh, reads off his very long, very impressive resume. Yep. Um, and he's also suspicious of both American global influence and critical of NATO. So good luck, Daniel, getting a warm welcome. Yeah. Hey, just, just so you know, everything's fucked. Bye. Yeah, prefacing of how you're not going to get a super warm welcome. <laughs> Uphill climb, Daniel. Uphill yeah. climb. Good job. Um, and soon they're this. stopped with many men with guns. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Daniel is to be held for questioning. And Daria has no clue why. Doesn't get very far in her questioning of mm-hmm. why. <laughs> and they load Daniel into the back of a truck and are driving off. Cool. Again, he's hiding more than his his, his good looks under that suit. He'll yes. be all right. He has some guns of the non-mechanical kind. <laughs> he's got them, them muscles hiding. Them arm there. guns, yo. <laughs> so back at the SGC, Jack is on the phone and Walter escorts Colonel Chekhov in. Uh, it's hard to get a straight answer, but word from Moscow is that the Russian military is on alert because they think the American administration has been compromised. Right. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So in Russia, in some fairly swing place, I'm pretty sure is the next door of the front room of the mansion from earlier. of the Winchester house. Uh Got it. Mm -hmm. Um, Daniel has been long enough to take his coat off, loosen his tie, unbutton a couple buttons. Yeah. And some colonel comes in and asks for a sample of Daniel's blood. And by the way, Daniel, you really have no choice in the matter. So it's like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy is not gentle about it. Uh, and <laughs> I do appreciate them not showing. Like, you see the, it's just off camera. Yeah. As someone who 
Doesn't care for needles. To put it mildly. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and the colonel wants to know why Daniel wants to see the general. And Here comes the general. Complicated is not going to suffice. Mm-hmm. Here comes the general. Rose. Uh, and Daniel is not going to be able to see Kislyev. Uh, earlier today, they uncovered a plot to assassinate him. Mm-hmm. And they captured the guy before he could make his move. And on screen, it's Kinsey. Bum, bum, bum. He's in overalls. He's in chains. He's clearly been captured. Um, now why exactly would the former vice president try to kill Kislyev? Um, maybe because he's now a Gould? Well, no big deal. No worries there. As we Just see in the thing. video. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I love it. Kinsey's such a weird character to see in Gould form. I know. Because he's just kind of like this soft old white man. Yeah. Like it, and it's, it, and I mean that in like this, like that man can't run half a mile. No. <laughs> that man's going to be winded. Yes. So Gould's doing all the work in there. Yes. It's like muscles are atrophied. <laughs> yeah. It's a guy who's just been sitting in a desk doing paperwork. It's like if a ghoul took over my body and be like, good luck, fucker. Good luck. <laughs> I think I, the only reason it would eventually die is I'd be like, I'm just going to keep eating chips because <laughs> you're awesome and I keep losing weight even though I'm eating <laughs> chips all day. Cool. Look, look at this cool trick I can do. <laughs> Give me a biscuit. Biscuits. So back at the SGC, Chekhov is wondering how the Kinsey... foods I would eat if I could eat gluten again. Oh, to eat gluten oh, again. Oh, the gluten. <laughs> it's the food that makes other food. Wait, that's bacon. Sorry. Um, back at the SGC, Chekhov <laughs> is wondering how Kinsey could become a gould. Jack has five dollars. Sam has a theory. Yep. She does. Yep. Uh, the trust launched two poison the attacks. The trust. The claw. <laughs> launched two poison attacks after the t- after the SGC took the gate back, uh, which means they would have to fly there in the Alkesh. <laughs> Any ghoul that capture them, trust isn't that all like cool and slick and shit. It would sure. not take long for the ghoul to go. Oh, cool from Earth with connections. Cool, cool, cool. Here's the uh, thing. You're now hosts. Yeah, you're mine now. Bye. And so basically, the whole trust now could be gold. Yeah. And they may not have been trying to kill Kislyev. They may have been trying to make him host. So Chekhov tells that tells them that the Russian government feels that because of the risk that the whole administration the whole American administration might be infiltrated by the gold. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, including the president, have to be tested. And Jack's like, ha ha ha, ha, ha. ha, ha. That's ha, ha, funny. Ha. He does like the Tina laugh <laughs> yeah. when she's nervous. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Not gonna happen. So they have a problem. Eventually, Daria gets Daniel out, which took some convincing even after his blood test came back as negative. Mm-hmm. Daniel wants to talk to Gould Kinsey. Gouldsy. Gouldsy. Kinold? No, Kinold does not work. Gouldsy. Oh, Gouldsy. <laughs> so, uh, which is absolutely, positively not going uh-huh. to happen. The Russian intelligence is going to interrogate him. Uh-huh. Uh, Daniel is pretty confident that everything he says to them is going to be 
big old fat lies. Yeah, I mean, you can do it that way, but all the lies. Like, especially everything that the Russian government wants to hear about the American government being compromised, uh, it's they're—it's going to force an incident that is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Daria drops a Russian curse word that I wish I knew. Uh, and <laughs> I know, we're going to have to go back and watch again just so we can find it. Oh, I love collecting curse it. words. <laughs> Add this to my collection. Whenever, That's a great way to say that. Whenever I'm in Epcot, I do every time I'm in one of the worlds. Yeah. I like to ask whoever from the because all the cast members are from that country. Yeah. So I like to go and learn like Mad. Well, no. I well, I start with you know what's Mad. You. <laughs> you don't start with Mad. No. no. Fuck. Now, I go like what's thank you uh-huh. like as a nice person I would like to thank this person sure. in their language so what's please what's thank you what's hi next time I go I really want to go what's the best curse word but they're Disney employees and I want to know if they're going to tell me what if we just hit them <laughs> and then see what comes out of their mouth just go up and just backhand Disney employees do Sneak not attack. do not backhand Disney cast members y'all I'm in a weird mood today <laughs> sneak attack roll your T6 yeah or what if I just attack like attack. knock some shit over so they're like oh fuck but in their native language <laughs> yes this is fine I mean I know the Canadian curse words mad <laughs> to be fair that's actually one of them isn't that a word what canard I don't know. But I thought I mean, that was a French. I'm saying. Merd's one of them just because French. Merd. Yeah. What does canard mean? I mean, oof does another one. I'm just going to keep saying words that are not okay. appropriate. So, uh, <laughs> Daria dropped a curse word in Russian. And Daniel's like, please, please help me out with this. She's like, fine, I'll do what I can do. Just stay mm-hmm. here and don't move. It's back at the SGC. Walter comes in. Uh, China's now on heightened alert. That's cool. Uh, Chekhov says that the president is getting pressured by his military advisors, so Casey have a sort of kind of, sort of actually running the show right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chekhov is going to use his connections to try to defuse the Kislyev situation because he knows people like in his staff, and like if Kislyev finds out that Chekhov is doing that, could very much make the situation worse. But they're kind of running out of options. In the uh, Gouldsy cell, uh, the door opens with Daria and Daniel. And he's like, so what should I call you? Answers Gouldsy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Daniel guesses that he works for the System Lords. Ball's a little busy, so not one, not Ball. System Lords are failing, falling. Um, but you still have time to try to come by and take out us pesty Tari. <laughs> I was going to say Terrans, and I was like, that's... that's okay. That's Star Trek. Um, Daria thinks that it's just petty revenge, sure. Daniel says. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's totally what I what? said. Words, uh-huh. um, yeah, thanks. But, you know, petty revenge is pathetic, and the system lords aren't pathetic now, are they? I do love how good Daniel is at baiting him. He's really good. He's like, look at all these buttons I'm going to hit now. Uh, and and Gouldsy says that Daniel will die never knowing their true purpose. Okay. And Daniel's like, cool, cool, cool. Hidden agenda. <laughs> I love you. that because then Gouldsy's like, fuck. <laughs> I done fucked up. 
so back in Jack's office, Chekhov comes in. Uh, Jack says that, yeah, the Chinese are refusing to calm down. Uh-huh. This extra chatter coming from Russia. In fact, they're just going to calm up. They're going to calm up. <laughs> uh, and that was the Joint Chiefs. We're going to DEFCON 2. I feel like you should have just walked in the room with that old Flash video of the end of the world and be like, so this is where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Russia, China, the U.S., and blah, blah, blah. This is the Earth. Yeah. It is round. (laughs) We all live here. (laughs) You here. So, back with Daniel and Gouldsy. He knows the system lords want the weapon chair in Antarctica. Mm -hmm. So, destroying the Earth, destroy the chair. But if you just get all of us to kill each other, then you can just come in and take it. Yeah. So... Why would Gould Kinsey, sorry, Gouldsey, uh, be willing you. to sacrifice himself? Forget a name that we just made there's up. there's <laughs> something that Daniel is missing. Hmm. Uh, and, and Gouldsey starts Gould arrogancing all over the place. Oh, dude, yes. Yes, it's my favorite part. Yeah. He's just pissing it all over the place. <laughs> that room so. is lousy with Gould arrogance. <laughs> So back at the SGC, Walter's reading off what's happening, like the AF Space Command's having all its missile wings on alert, and like Axomech is going out, and like subs on alert, and Jack just like wanders over to check off, and Walter's like, I wasn't done yet. Yeah. Okay, bye. Uh, found... Like, Kiesley have found out what Chekhov was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so apparently a whole all those people that Chekhov was talking with have now been arrested on bogus charges. Oh, boy. And Daniel's probably in danger of death now. Yeah. Hey, remember when we split the party and we sent the bard out by we himself? We super split the party, guys. We, uh, we fucked up. Don't split the party. To different parts of the world. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Daniel is trying to get intel when Daria's ba- pager beeps. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're coming. And as the men open the door, mm-hmm. Daria argues with the men while Daniel takes a little device out of uh-huh. his pocket, yeah. clicks it, put his hands on Kinsey's shoulder, and they beam out as the guards open fire. Yeah. And guys, we don't really cover this in the show, but I'm pretty sure Daria's future is not bright. No, she's in a cell somewhere. If she's lucky. If she's not dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Daniel just dimension doors out of there. He does. He's like, you come with me now. Bye. So uh, they beamed up to Prometheus. Mm. Um, maybe they can have Gouldsy help find the Alkesh. Teal'c is ready for any excuse to kill him. I love how ready Teal'c is. Like, can I kill him now? Can I kill him now? Now kill? Um, but Gouldsy laughs. Motherfucker. Because the Russians already suspect the Americans have been compromised by the Goulds, and you just helped a ghoul escape, which does more mm. to convince the Russians than anything Goulds you could have said. Mm. The oh fuck face on Daniel. I mean, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not You wrong. didn't think this through. No, but in that moment... I think that's what I would have done. It probably is, but the repercussions of it are It's either we both die and nothing gets solved, or I take you with me and I find more information. Or, no, well, the third option is just Daniel leaves and leaves Gouldsy there. Sure. But at that point, we know he's trouble. He is, but they're not going to, like, let... That's true. ...him out. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you sometimes get, you can't do every job yourself, No, Daniel. but you get the idea that that Gouldsy was only there to stoke the suspicions that the Americans That's had true. been taken over. True. Truth so, true. in 
Monday morning quarterbacking, you escaping and leaving Gouldsy there is probably the best idea. Sure. But I can see why he did the one he did. I can see why he did it. I'm not folding him. This yeah. is Monday morning quarterbacking. Monday morning quarterbacking. So back at the SGC, Jack announces that they are officially at DEFCON 1. Which, reminder for those who don't know, we've never been to DEFCON 1 before. DEFCON 1 is like, we're literally about to have thermonuclear war. That's like in the part of the end of the world comic when they're all, where even um, Australia knows what's going on. Yeah. Like, that's, like, <laughs> that is, like, things are going to be launched any moment. Like, the Cuban yeah. Missile Crisis and the start of the Persian Gulf War were the only times part of the military went to DEFCON 2. Yeah. Cuban Missile Crisis with DEFCON 2. Let's think about that a little longer. Yeah. So, cool little trivia that I learned. Yeah. I had no idea, because um, I'm not old enough, and I did not grow up in Florida. Yes. Um, is that... They would do drills, uh-huh. like before the Cuban Missile Crisis and after, mm-hmm. for anyone who lived anywhere in Florida. Basically, yeah. um, I had no idea. Well, I know. Um, so I went to school in um, in Marquette, Michigan, mm-hmm. up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and I know in the Upper in up in the Up, and I, you know, they used to have uh, they used to have drills there during the Cold War too because Whoa. there was an Air Force base. Uh-huh. Right in Marquette. And, you know, Marquette, the Upper Peninsula, is so far north. Yep. And so any uh, any any missiles coming from, from Russia. the Russian side would just go over the pole. And yep. so that Air Force base was sort of the, one of the first things they could hit. That makes so sense. So apparently there was a whole bunch of drills there Yowza. when people were younger, too, during the Cold War. We just had a lot of earthquake drills. <laughs> Yeah, well, those um, actually, came in handy I think in San during Francisco the past. Was a thing too because of like Japan. Oh yeah, no, there were different places that yeah. were were on basically high alert. nobody likes us. No, <laughs> uh, but yeah, earthquake trolls um, all the time, every time. Even uh, even nine eleven, we only went to DefCon three. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, that puts things in perspective. Yeah, uh-huh. yowza. So we're gonna see how much longer in this episode this accent's gonna stick around. <laughs> non-consciously I'm gonna admit to you so on (laughs) on Prometheus Goldie argues for why they need to send him back to avoid war but this is not equaling out to Daniel the whole time he was there Mm -hmm. in Russia he was trying to start a war yeah but he was the exact place that one of the first strikes would be like the first place you're gonna hit is the Kremlin yep but now he wants to go back to the to the Kremlin, and and Pentergast is like pretty sure he has a way out. Yeah, he goes back there. There is more to the story that we are not understanding. Someone on the inside can protect him, but Kinsey Gouldsy is not saying anything. So to the brig with him. So Jack and Chekhov walk and talk mm-hmm. um, about how bad this is. Yeah. How, hey, remember how shitty this is? Yep, it's shitty. Oh, okay. quickly both sides wipe each other out. Yeah. Uh, the Russian president is the only hope at the moment since he can actually stop this because, you know, um, like, you know, the he- actual head of the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not even taking calls from the White House anymore because he Yikes. assumes that everyone in the administration has been taken over. It's by Mars people. attacks, guys. It is. It's Mars attacks. 100%. Ack, ack. Ack, ack, ack. <laughs> um, one last ditch effort. Uh, Chekhov knows people, mm-hmm. 
on the president's personal staff as well. And you might be able to get someone on the line, maybe get the president on the line. It would only be a couple minutes. They have to convince him, but it's, again, mm-hmm. what are your other choices at this point? So the old catch is actually out there, cloaked, hanging around the Prometheus, ready to destroy the Prometheus, knowing that if they don't kill the Prometheus on the first valley, they're kind of fucked. Yeah, there's a little dogfight about to. Like, they got a like a assassin sneak attack this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, he, Gouldsy, we're assuming, is a liability as long as he's in our hands. Uh, so they decloak and attack. Dun, 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 dun. Prometheus yeah. is rattled. Kinsey is able to take the opportunity to take a gun from the guard, shoot both guards, go running. Again, this is really funny to watch just because of the part, the, the <laughs> physicalness of the actor. Yes. The angry face. <laughs> Shields are raised. They've already taken some good damage. Pentagast gets word that Kinsey's escaped and Teal'c and Daniel go running to the ring room. Yeah. Well, that's where you go. Jack uh, goes. I-, I will say they're not exactly hoofing it there. No. They're like jogging. They're like, you know when when someone's yeah. holding the door open for you, but you're just a little bit too far uh-huh. away, so you kind of jog. You kind of do that, like, like still walking, run. that speed run. That's kind of what they do. Pretend so run. Jack goes to see Sam, hoping she has something, and uh-huh. she does. Kislev's former chief of staff was actually caught three years ago in a plot to try to, to sell a captured symbiote to the trust. Mm-hmm. And if the timer works out, it was to Mayborn and Adrian Conrad. Mm-hmm. And when Sam was in the weird hospital uh, yes. thing. Yeah. Um, so the trust already has had a direct connection to Kislev. Hmm. So they didn't need Goldzi. Hmm. It was just pretext to justify the current confrontation. Yep. Which means Kislev could already be compromised. Already be a Gould. Yep. And she hands Jack two photos. One from three years ago and one taken last week. He's no longer wearing glasses. Now, a gold can certainly fix poor eyesight. Right. And yes, you could be wearing contacts or laser surgery, as Jack points out. Uh, it's not a ton of go on, but Chekhov actually knows that he has severe glaucoma, mm-hmm. and there's no way he could be reading any prepared statement without his glasses. Yeah, gold healing apparently only goes so far. Yes. It has some limitations. Uh, well, no, like in this case, it could clearly... Clear his eyesight, though. Oh, right, right, right. That's right, what I'm right. saying. Like, there's no way. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, even if he'd got human medical equipment yes. has limitations. Yes. I, I totally said that wrong. Uh, so Sam thinks Kislyev has been ghouled all along. He's been a ghoulie. Ghoulie. Teal'c and Daniel make their way down the hallway with the ship rocking, Kinsey firing on them. Yeah. It's slow going because they're hey, man. speed walking. If the ships are rocking, don't come in. Don't come a Golden? Zatin. Yeah. Eventually, you hear the rings transporter, and he's gone. I apologize. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) So, Walter tells Jack that they almost have it, but Jack wonders... How they know the Russian president isn't also a gold? Right. Now everybody's fucking... They don't, but, like, what are their other options? Right. Good point. It's a leap of fucking faith. So, they get a connection. Apparently, Jack and the president have chatted before... Uh Uh-huh. Uh, to the point, yes, there's been a gold infiltration, but it is not on our side. It is on yours. It is on all of the sides. Question for you. When's the last time you saw General Kislyev wearing glasses? Hmm. So Teal'c and Daniel reach the bridge right as uh, Pentagast has done playing games. With their heart. Quit playing games. <laughs> 
But yes. I don't actually... That's literally the only part of the song I know. I should have known and from again, the start. And I, and I... People think I'm like pulling people's legs at this point when I go... I literally have no clue who sang that song. Backstreet Boys. And I literally still do not remember which one Justin Timberlake was, was in. That, nope, I don't remember the news. But was a dance move. Nick thinks at this point, like, I'm just joking when I ask these questions. I'm like, no, I legit do not know. <laughs> I believe you. Which band sang that song? I believe you. I believe you. So. <laughs> I Now, if you ask me to tell you some Savage Garden lyrics, <laughs> I'm on top of that shit. I got it. Mixie got you. I got the Savage Garden. Okay. <laughs> So on the Alkesh, Kinsey blames the trust guy for helping destroy the ship. He's like, you're going to destroy the ship because I was on there because you're afraid I was going to reveal something and talk. Um, and he's just shoots the guy in the chest yep. and takes the guy's ribbon device uh-huh. with the little button guy yep. on it. And the ship is fired on. Yeah. Sam is faxing over documentation to the Russian president uh, that is proof of the original infiltration and a list of people who will support him if he goes to turn on Kislyev. Yep. The president is listening. Taking this in. But if he stands down, are the Americans going to stand down? And Jack points out that no side can win outright in the first volley, mm-hmm. which is the whole point. The Gould want us to destroy each other so they can just get their hands on the weapon in Antarctica. Yeah. Basically, just kill each other, distract each other. Yeah. We go in and we get the thing we need. Walter pops in to say that there is a Russian missile site with doors open and evidence of an active firefight on the ground. No. Um, Kislyev is trying to launch without authorization. And Jack emphasizes that he is about to lose control of his own forces and the president has to move now. Mm-hmm. Before the president can say anything, they lose the connection. The line goes down. Damn it. So on the Alkesh, um, the DC guy, DC Marvel superhero guys come in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wondering why they aren't returning fire back at Prometheus. See that there's, because there's no one here and everyone's dead. Yeah. Well, one guy's dead. The only guy's dead. The only guy who was there, that's your fault for leaving him uh, alone. And it doesn't take too much because the Prometheus quickly takes him out, destroying the ship. Yep. So back to the SGC, Jack can't wait any longer. He tells Walter to get him aligned to Washington. Chekhov is like, wait. Jack's so, like, I can't wait any longer. I'll tell you this far in, I was like, is this going to be a two-parter? <laughs> you did. That's sets how it I up. Thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Walter's getting reports that the Russian silo doors are closing. And Sam hears that the planes the are turning around. The silo doors are closing. Please watch your step. Russian forces are standing Sorry. down. <laughs> Nuclear war has been averted. I feel like that's exactly how it went with Cuba and JFK. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a gold involved. Yeah. Um, And then now the gold's at Area 51. Mm -hmm. And then people are storming Area 51 to get to the gold. Don't go get the gold. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, Yeah, this was a... a good little like meat and potatoes stargate episode it was it's one of those ones i feel like while you know clearly there's not going to be nuclear war yeah you kind of don't know where the twists are gonna turn it's it's cool because there's no actual firefights there's no off-world activity yeah we we do we even see the gate? It's all talky-talky. It's all just the talking and the words and the things. This is very like it's not. It's. It, I was like, this is the Tom Clancy episode. 
I would have to know <laughs> Tom Clancy. Well, right. Tom Clancy, like, like it's the hunt for Red October. Okay. So it's all yeah. like this, but this is all like the the what if episode. Yes. The what if this if the things did not come together properly. I do like I, as much as I like the Tom Clancy episode. Um, you know, Stargate written by Tom Clancy. I do like the Gouldian Missile Crisis the best. Gouldian still. Missile Crisis. Yeah, I think is where we're at. Um, that was fun. It was good to be back. It was good to be back. Does it go in your top five at all? Hmm. What do I got in there right now? I don't know. I was hoping you would say no, so I didn't have to pull it up. I mean, I, I want to. It. right here. Hold up. I got it. I'm at, I'm bad at like committing without I mean, knowing. I mean, come on, scroll down. Okay. So yours. New order. Yeah. Affinity. Avatar. Sacrifices. Lockdown. No, it okay. doesn't. Sorry to make you My do all that work. My favorite is how you read those out of order. Yeah, it's it's fine. So next up. Next week, Stargate Atlantis Sanctuary. Grace's favorite spell in all of D&D <laughs> ever of my entire life. You do love Sanctuary. I love me, especially when I'm Ellie. I yeah. love Sanctuary. It's a good it spell. It has gotten her out of some fucking jams, it let me tell you. It is a good spell. My favorite spell. I um, never get access to it. No, it's a cleric spell, It's I like think. a cleric-only spell. Yeah. Uh, it's not one of those fun ones that can cross things, either. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, we will hear, we will hear, we'll be here next week with Sanctuary and Atlantis. <laughs> and for now, we're going to go drink more coffee. Yes. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. You can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. And rate us, like us, review us on the podcasty things. Uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I know what it's. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Love, love you guys. Uh, I'm feeling safe now. Bye. Bye.